Hello and welcome to a special edition of the In The Money Players podcast. This is one of our Naira carryover shows. It's Sunday, November 20th. I'm your host, Peter Thomas Fornital, back with you in the Brooklyn Bunker. Once again, there's $58,000 plus in added money in this Aqueduct Pick 6. Funny enough, we were going to do a show anyway about today on the plus side. We've decided to do it on the free side because, hey, uh, Naira pays us to do this exact kind of thing and to talk about the sequence with me we bring in uh, the man that you hear all the time on these airwaves so not in a long time have we heard him on a sunday so that's kind of fun he is jonathan kinchin what's up jk uh i'm, I'm doing a, in the money media first i guarantee it today i am doing the podcast live from asana <laughs> that's where you dropped your pencil before yeah, it fell down in the crack of the, like the seat. I had to get in there to get it. But yes, I am. I am. Uh, I am in a sauna, trying to uh, try to sweat a little bit. So uh, first time doing the show from a sauna, true or false? Not first time doing the show naked. Oh no, I'm fully clothed. <laughs> no, that Who is fully but if I, clothed in a sauna. But if I was, I but if, if I was fully. If I was fully undressed, it would not be the first time I've done that on a podcast. <laughs> that was the factoid I was looking for. Let's dive into these races because we don't have a lot of lead time. Now, there is a there's a bunch of big scratches, people. I'm so glad, JK, you were on the ball about this because I might have missed that fact because they're not posted in time form US as we write. But you have them. So we kick off in race number five. We've got these two-year-old maiden fillies going six and a half. Do you have any scratches in this race? Um, yeah, no, there's no, there's none, there's none in here. There's no scratches in here at all. That's for sure. Okay. Um, let me kick off then I'll kick off. I have some horses I like in here. Um, the very obvious one being number six, Anna's gun. And the angle here is two siblings. They both won on debut. And you might say, well, one of them is Structor. Structor never ran on the dirt, but I do remember at the time there was talk of Structor running on the dirt. He just never got there. But more important than that, the other sibling won the six furlong dirt debut at Aqueduct with a 94 buyer speed figure. I read Ortiz landing here feels potentially significant. I made the main selection, the six Anna's gun. I also was going to use Royal Poppy. This horse has run just a little bit below par for the level. But of course, there's a world in which the firsters aren't ready to show their best first up. And that established form could be good enough. And then just very obvious, the nine give me kisses off of connections, sale price, strong work tab. This female family hadn't done all that much, so I was comfortable with more of a backup role for the nine runner. But those were the three I was going to focus on. What do you think, Jonathan? Yeah, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna probably spread a little bit in here. It feels like the chaos type of race where, like, you know, if Terra Nova wins with now showing, you're not going to be shocked, right? If way too early, the eight for Suge wins, not shocked. Um, and it doesn't feel like any of the Chads or the Todds have to win. Um, Rapoli Stable and their two-year-old, obviously Jacob West buys a lot of them. Um, and I'll just be honest, if you're listening to this podcast on Sunday morning, I text Jacob West and he said, use. That is a very neutral thing for Jacob to say. He'll sometimes say, you know, love, monster, use. I, I, I think the horse can absolutely win, but it doesn't have to win. Like I think you would assume sometimes. So um, I'm going to be spreading in here. I'll use modern love a little bit. Um, I'm going to try if I can throughout the rest of the sequence, because I think I have a single, a couple of singles later on, at least one for sure. I'm going to try to kind of get a lot of A's and B's here and almost have a, like a, a weighted all in this first race, because I think it is the chaos race. And if it wasn't for the carryover, I would skip this sequence and play the pick five because I don't have an opinion in the first leg, but I got to play because of the carryover. Interesting. So seven, eight, nine, one, six, three, these will all be on your tickets. In some way or another, even the four, uh, just north, Jeff Drown, the owner, just getting into the game. 
Um, one of his first horses that he ever bought was Zandon. So maybe he's got a little bit of that beginner's luck. He gets one with Belmont. Uh, I, I won't ignore that one either. All right. I'm just going to write no opinion spread for you. And I'll list all those numbers we talked about. Let's move to race number six. And here we do have some significant scratches. So let's start with you giving those. And then I'll, I'll give you my thoughts of the ones that remain. Yeah. The two is a scratch as well as the 12 and the 13. Okay, so the two, Chaberton, who would have been a top pick. But I wonder if that gives extra confidence at all in number four, expand the map. I I was sort of throwing a blanket over those two Chad Brown runners with solid figures, good forward trips expected. I I don't know. I'll ask you eventually if you think think that's an extra endorsement for expand the map. But there is one other I definitely want to mention here. That's the six, Mose. Very solid on numbers. A flow move up coming out of the last race when trying to close into a slow pace. Those blue time form fractions. So I'm left with the four and the six here. But start with your thoughts on expand the map. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's one of those situations where these Chad Brown runners, they, they always take a lot of money and they usually show up and perform. But there's also this little bit that happens from time to time where if there's a horse that's on the grass and it's trained by Chad Brown, and it's ridden by Irad, and, the, and, and, and he's wearing a white and red shirt, people just can't help but cut on it. I mean, but bet on it. And I, I just don't think the horse has to win, expand the map, and I think they'll bet like he does. I like the six mosaic, like you mentioned, closing in that slow pace last time, but I wanted to make sure I had the eight uh, Messeria uh, for Grand Motion. Uh, first couple of races, you know, just kind of ran around there, nothing too impressive, but then he shows up last time at Keelan going the nine furlong, shows a little bit of tactical speed, stays connected, finishes well, gets a nice final figure. You get Manny Franco in here. Uh, you're cutting back to the mile. I think the eight makes a lot of sense. I'll use the six and the eight as A horses. And I'm still up for a little bit of debate. I'm going to be honest with you. i got to figure out a little bit more if I'm going to use expand the map as an A or a B. I don't want to be too cheeky by trying to like not use the horse, but I also don't want to throw away equity by just doing what I just made fun of people for doing yeah fair enough I, I think you make a great case about uh messeria in here second off that long layoff she's certainly a contender who who i'll elevate one who i definitely think can outrun those numbers because those two races of established form they're from back in you know november you know last november january she could have gotten a lot better since then and has every right to improve in the second start off the layoff so yeah i'll put the eight on the backup line at least and take another look at this one. I think you're going to want to leave, expand the map in at least as a B there. So I'll, I'll list her in your picks as well, which moves us on to the forever together stakes, JK. We've got uh, eight who are going to go postward in this spot. Do we have any scratches in this race? There is a scratch in here, a pretty important one. Uh, the one poor K Noah scratched as well as the five fluffy socks. Oh, four to five the, favorite, potentially not uh, not competing. Interesting, interesting. And then obviously the nine, the MTO Exotic West. Exotic so West. fluffy socks was a, a tricky read for me. So in, in a way it, it simplifies things with, with that one out. A horse that was hard to overly trust and very hard to leave out, but we don't need to talk about her since she's not competing. The eight Mesador I thought made a ton of sense. Attended a fast pace last time, which might have taken some of the sting out of her finish. She also got caught in a spot where she was kind of stuck while the race was unfolding around her the last day. All the other runs put Mesador very close. That's the one I wanted as my topic, even with fluffy socks in the race. And then certainly Evie Jets, just very cool and honest. Um, Typically there or thereabouts, a, a horse that I need to have on tickets as well. Is it as simple as the four and the eight? Is this one of the spots where you were looking to single? 
Uh, the, the problem here is that, you know, Abby Jets could get loose. Um, she's the most tactical. She's find her. She finds herself forward. She also could be improving for the Canter Mossies. So there's that problem. She could get loose in here. Um, cause I just don't, I don't think Mr. Karras is that fast early. I think she just made the lead last time. So that's a little bit of a concern, but the other problem is that Mesador, I thought ran the better race last time, kind of close into Evie Jets who did set, uh, was involved in a very slow pace. So I am going to do two things here. I'm going to say that Evie Jets and Eric Hansel are going to make a mistake and invite people into the race and not really open up like they should. And they're going to turn it into a sprint for home. And I think she'll lose that sprint for home. I'm going to use the three Lashara who has some back races, who seems to be improving uh, for Mike Maker and the eight Mesador. And if I get wired by Evie Jets, I'm okay. Cause that was, I, I, I saw it coming, but I am wagering that it's not going to happen. All right, let's move on to race number eight. $14,000 claimers going six furlongs on the dirt. Any scratches for us to report? There is. Uh, the 7 to 2 morning line, the two stormtroopers out, decides not to run off a of seven days rest. The four Russian to win is out, and that's it. All right, so take out the two and the four. Neither of those were necessarily part of the pace. I was going to – I like your slip of the tongue there as a Star Wars fan, stormtrooper, storm shooter. The, uh, the Linda Rice runner who will not be oh. uh, competing. I think, tell me if I'm crazy. Is there, a, I have a goofy horse in this race. So I think there might be enough pace for a closer. What about, as a big long shot, the five, a box of Joe to include? All right, here's the case. The horse did not break well last time. Still stuck on okay, looking at pace figures on Timeform US. Two back, I didn't think that was a great rail where a box of Joe spent time. So now you've got third off the layoff. Hopefully, with the scratches, still a double figure price, maybe more like eight to one, and a race that could have a good setup. I'm gonna definitely mess around with some fives in this spot, and I do want to include the three motion to strike just on the idea that even though I think there's enough speed for a closer, there's also a scenario, and, and the way we've seen the the track behaving a, a little bit these last few days, where the three could just get loose. So I definitely want fives and threes. Very open to including more. Eager to get your thoughts. No, oh, I thought this is a really tough race. I mean, you know, you look at a horse. I thought that the nine Brunade, obviously, you had to take into consideration. Um, and then the horse of the outside, my last mission. You get a a, a trainer who, who hasn't run at the meet, picks up Irad Ortiz, who he's never used before. You don't just show up in New York and call up Steve Rushing and be like, hey, I need Irad in a in – a, in a, uh, You need to have a story. Yeah, I need Irad. Hey, I need Irad in this $14,000 claimer. When, when he's uh, when he's two wins away from beating the stakes record for the year. Is that cool with you? You have to give a story. You know, you got to let this guy know. I look at the sources, this, this, that, and the other. Ran last time for 20, uh, sitting on a big race, blah, blah, blah. So I, I think that's one you want to probably take into consideration. And then also the three motion to strike. Uh, has some speed down towards the inside. Um, or at least, you know, draw on the four hole. But, you know, should be able to kind of clear over and save ground if they really wanted to. So I, think so. I thought this is a tough one as well. So for your official selections for the plus thing that I sent around, 9, 10, and 3, do you like it like that? Did you want to grade it all? You can go 10, 9, 3. 10, 9, and 3 for JK there. As we move on to race number 9, we've got New York bread allowance types, Phillies and mares, 3 and up, going 6 furlongs on the dirt. Any scratches to report? There is not. Okay. I thought this was a race where the pace would probably hold together. I gave the edge to our friends at Adelphi Racing and the six 
funny how. She's gotten very, very good, and I think is going to get the right kind of forward stalking trip. Quality Stones was able to set you know, very even pace last time. I do think there's a chance in which she might be able to do that again and, and hang on. It probably last time was the time, but I felt like if you use the six and the eight, you had a very good chance of getting out in race number nine. What do you think, my friend? Yeah, if you look at the past performances, none of these horses have really won recently, right? Okay, the one Honey Money hasn't won since May. Happy Sophia did win in September, but that was a claiming race. Okay, so stay with me on that. A $25,000 claimer. Pretty clever. Hasn't won in a while. Ruby's in time. Hasn't won in a while. Shadalamo hasn't won in a very long time. Funny how. Won an allowance race last time with a very nice speed figure, tactical speed, and did it the right way. Then we come back. Valleluia hasn't won in a while. Last time that horse won was at Saratoga on the dirt with a bias racetrack. And then the eight quality stones wins last time, but for 20. I just think Funny How is better than the rest of these horses. I'm going to single Funny How. I like it. And the Goodfellas themed name. I know you've got some sympathy for that as well. Of course. You know, you know I don't mean it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still working. I'm still working on my Italian card. I, I got, <laughs> if you haven't seen Goodfellas, we've got a problem. You've surely I, seen that film. I'm, I, I think I have. I feel like you're Andy Serling me again. He does this to me all the time on the air <laughs> or on the set. He'll ask me about some random movie, and then he freaks out that I haven't seen well, it. Well, Goodfellas he, is not some random movie. No, I mean, no, 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 no. I know. I know. I know. He, he got me yesterday with uh, – two days ago, he got me with Almost Famous. I was like, I don't know. I feel like I've seen it, but I don't really remember. Maybe I watched it like one Saturday morning. It came on HBO, and he's just like, he's flipping like, wait, you haven't seen it? You haven't seen it? Wait, you haven't seen it? You haven't seen it? Wait, you haven't seen it? He like, tells me the whole plot, and, and and it's very uncomfortable because I don't know what to do. I'm like, uh, well, I, I I mean, I – and he's like, you, you don't know that? And he like names some obscure actor, and I'm like, no, nah, I, don't, I don't think so, and it's, it's – Jason Lee, Zoe Deschanel, come on. That's one of one of one of the things that Zoe Deschanel got famous for. Anyway, we'll leave that we'll leave that alone. At some point at some bar in Saratoga at some stage, Andy and I will browbeat you with obscure pop culture knowledge. But look, I like Almost Famous Goodfellas a whole other level um in terms of a movie that you should have seen in my opinion. Let's talk about the Nightcap, my friend. Race number 10, 3 and up, allowance race going 6 furlongs on the turf. Uh, we assume the main track only will not be competing. That's the 13. Any other scratches in this spot? Uh, no 12, no 13. No 12, no 13. Okay, the 12 I kind of liked, so that's a little bit of a bummer. I'm left with three runners in here, um, all kind of master of the obvious. The three, King Angelo, the seven, after five, and the eight, Sousa Summer. This is a race that looks like it's got enough speed. I did want King Angelo on the thought that uh, stalking and pouncing was a possibility for this runner. I, I didn't think necessarily needed to get cooked on the front end. And then uh, after five, another, I thought, you know, stalk and pounce range, the kind of trip that I want going six furlongs. And, and really, honestly, the same kind of trip for Sosua Summer. I was just thinking on numbers, they all fit. One of them was going to trip out. Maybe I can get the job done playing those three numbers. But we ask you the key question, my friend, how are we going to get paid? Yeah, I mean, I got to have the three King Angelo. I got to have the the eights, uh, Sosua Summer, based on that race three back. You just got to have that horse the way he ran at Saratoga. I wanted to try to get Q to beat the nine Java Buzz, but I just can't do it. Um, the race two back sprinting uh, blue-coated fractions on time form. So you like to try to download, downgrade yeah. horses that are like – that kind of got I their own doing, way. You know, outside but, of the speed, probably needed the lead, blue fractions, but but you can't you can't go with me there. But last time shows up going a mile. Sets the pace, 
fast fractions there gets tired late and gets nailed by steady on who ran really well yesterday but irad just kind of was being a little bit passive i thought steady on who i thought was going <laughs> to be some, very tough i got some doozy rides yesterday that one made me crazy and then the uh the uh Oh gosh, Constitution, the horse Constitution lawyer, whatever. That was a doozy too. I, I, the, the, I the, they were not my friends yesterday. The New York Riders. I am not. Um, it's not always that you know. You can when you talk about riders, you can say oh, that was a bad rider. I am almost certain, almost certain that if Irad takes the lead and goes forty-eight, they went fifty or fifty-one. He takes the lead and goes forty-eight. He wins by six. I, I'm a strong believer in that opinion that if you would have done that, that would have been different. So a little bit frustrating, but I think Java buzz, you have to use off of the class, off of the cutback, you know, the draw tactical when they're getting tired, he'll be finishing, but there's also another one in here that I want to make sure that I'm going to use as an A and I'm going to share with uh, the people that take the time to listen to this. Cause if, if this is the type of one you can like sweep a pool with, but I think the two is live. Um, fast figure. Fast pace figures. A couple of horses have run back, run a little bit faster on time for us. So the figure's fast. The figure's fine. The thing is, these maiden 25s, maiden 25s can be the worst races out. But if one horse shows up and runs really fast and doesn't get claimed and he's sneaky, then the race is all is suddenly good. Think about Condo Commando when she ran for a tag and then went on to be a grade one winner. You're going you're gonna to knock that race because she ran for a tag? She was obviously talented. Rudy just put one over and I just yep. feel like this horse ran well last time. And I don't care if it was a bunch of, uh, against a bunch of tomato cans, she ran fast <laughs> and, uh, or he ran fast and I'm going to use him. So. All right. I'm going to put the two as your top pick just because, you know, who puts a 30 to one as a top pick. I mean, and you make a compelling case. Are you okay with that? Or, or is that yeah. over no, it's all good. your, okay. No, no, no. Two, no, three, I don't care. two, three, eight and nine for you. How's that sound? All good. All right. My day is time to the minute, my friend, as much as I love chatting with you and as much as we could do some ridiculous tangents and have some fun, I think we got to get out of here. So for Jonathan Kinchin, Peter Thomas Fornatel, we appreciate you. We appreciate our sponsors over at uh, Naira and Naira Bets. May you win all your photos.